This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hello and welcome to another Friday of It's Not You, It's Them, but it might be you with me, la la la, let me explain. And I love Fridays because Fridays are the day that you all message me to tell me that you started off your day howling and laughing. It was much better than you messaging me telling me that you let out a mild, hardly audible giggle. But either way, I hope it makes you happy. So let's get on with the X. The first one for this week says, he karate kicked the light switch on the wall to turn it off and missed. You know what? To be fair, even if he hadn't missed, even if the light had gone off, I still think this is a huge ick. At least if the light had gone off, it would have been better because you wouldn't have had to see his face in that moment. You know what I mean? You would have been shrouded in darkness so you could have just sat there like, what the fuck did I just witness? But instead, the light stayed on and you both had to just look at each other, you knowing full well that your man is a prat and him just, oh, can you imagine how he felt inside? the pain of it and now you're just illuminated when nobody wanted to be in in light anymore horrible but why was he karate kicking the light switch this is what we want to know you know like what in the world was he thinking this is how you impress grown adult women it's unbearably cringe but I do think I do think in that moment you should have said why did you do that what was the point You know, really call them out on this ridiculousness because you don't treat light switches like this. It is abuse. Did the light switch consent to being kicked in the fucking face? No. So treat light switches better. Don't randomly do karate. At least he wasn't naked, you know, because actually this is the kind of thing that happens all the time. This is the kind of ick I get all the time. If they do it naked, it makes it 10 times worse. So just actually be thankful that this guy left his clothes on and you didn't have to see how the bum crack opened when he did the karate kick. You know what I mean? Okay, the next ick says, recently a hinge match told me that he uses an old wheelie bin to take ice baths in the garden. Do you know, when I first read this, I just went into absolute hysterics. Picture it now. Picture someone who you fancy getting into a wheelie bin and just having their head poking out the top. It's the vision of him rolling about in the wheelie bin with a little tiny head poking out, knowing that because it's full of ice, he also has very, very tiny, tiny testicles. And he's just like, I don't know why, I don't know why I can just imagine it, the bin moving around. 
But also, how do you get into a wheelie bin and then fill it with ice? I've just had this thought because wheelie bins are quite tall. Uh, well, do you get a little ladder or, or something? How does this work? Do you have to put a ladder up against the wheelie bin? Again, I keep coming back to fucking alpha male masculinity. And I know that some of you ice bath lovers who've been watching that, what's his name? Wim Hof, whatever. A lot of you will be like, this has got nothing to do with men. Plenty of women take ice baths. Do they? Do they really? I bet it's not as many as men. And I bet actually they're totally fucking unnecessary. It's just that like, I'm hard. I'm going to do what Wim Hof and Joe Wicks do. You know what I mean? Oh, God. And the fact that he's telling Hinge matches as well about this, like, don't need to tell people on Hinge. You know what I mean? Why are you telling her? What was the reaction supposed to be like? Oh, my God, I love a man who does ice baths. I really love a man with tiny, tiny testicles in a bin. It's a fucking ick. I just hope that the wheelie bin was clean. All right, the next one says, He told me he got a slow cooker for Christmas, but not as his main present. What's the problem here? Like, is it because... Is it because he said the words, my main present? Is that what got you? Or is it the fact that you think a slow cooker should be a main present? You know, like, that is main character energy, the fucking slow cooker. Is that what your concern is? That he thinks that a slow cooker is not special enough? Or is it because he reminded you of an eight-year-old? The way eight-year-olds are like, I got a Terry's chocolate orange, but not as my main present. My main present was a bike. So maybe it is that, I get the ick actually, it's the fact that somebody presumably over the age of 20 is still getting main presents. And maybe, maybe if he's over 40 and he's still getting main presents or over 35, then I do, I do think he's probably being wrapped in cotton wool by his over-enthusiastic parents. And I do get this ick and I think you need to be really careful because this is a man who will never be able to be taken away from his mum. She's going to be dictating your whole relationship. I think that's the sense you're getting. And I fucking agree with you. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Let's move on to, is it a red flag? Just a reminder, you can message me on at ask la la la, let me explain. If you want to ask me if something you've come across in dating or relationships or whatever is a red flag or not. And I'll give you my opinion on whether I think it is. The first one is somebody sent me a picture, right? 
She said, is this a red flag? She said they were having a debate about men and women and domestic abuse. And the guy said, well, it's just that women are very opinionated about domestic abuse and very vocal about it, but it happens to men equally. Men just don't report it. Then on his Instagram, he posted a meme that featured a poster that was obviously in a doctor's surgery. It was one of those posters, you know, that they have up in in doctor's surgeries and hospitals or whatever that are sort of warning people not to drink too much on dates. Had a picture of these two people, man and a woman, both having a drink, and it said, because she sent this to me, Jake was drunk, Josie was drunk, Jake and Josie hooked up, Josie could not consent. The next day, Jake was charged with rape. So that was the poster. And then when the man posted it on his Instagram, he wrote the words underneath, if Jake was drunk, he couldn't consent either. Or is that not how equality works? And she said, this feels like a red flag to me. And I agree. This is a definite red flag. This sounds to me like somebody who has been taking in red pill content, who has been listening to backlash. Because, you know, feminism has done a really good thing in really highlighting to the world how vulnerable women are to domestic abuse and how the rates of domestic abuse are. It's a gendered, it's a gendered thing gender-based violence, we call it, refuge, women's aid, all of those people work around gender-based violence. There are far more women victims than there are men. Of course, men are and can be victims of domestic abuse by male partners, by female partners too. But of course, it is definitely a gendered thing. There is no debate about that. And same with rape and sexual assault. Again, men are and can be victims and it affects them just as much as it affects women emotionally and mentally. But it is statistically much more likely to happen to a woman. So anybody who's out here posting on Instagram about men are victims just as much, we just don't speak about it. Men can be raped just as easily as women, we just don't report it. That whole backlash sounds to me like a somebody who really doesn't know what they're talking about in terms of sexual violence and domestic abuse they haven't read the research they've just listened to misogynists who are trying to shut feminists up I mean that poster sounds stupid it didn't really convey what they were trying to say because it was like they were both drunk and now Jake's been charged with rape I can see how somebody could look at that and be like well he wasn't consenting either. They didn't explain it correctly. And actually, it's really difficult in poster form to explain that nuance of if your date is blackout drunk, don't try and do sexual things to them. In fact, actually, that should just be the poster, really. Even if they seem very enthusiastic, if they are blackout drunk, just avoid having sex. But the fact that you are dating a man who wants to argue this stuff and wants to prove to you that uh, equality has been achieved and that actually men's rights are, you know, the ones that are lower and the ones that are being oppressed and blah, blah, blah. You're probably not going to have the healthiest or best relationship with a man who feels like that about women's issues. Anything like that is definitely a red flag to me. And and not a red flag if they're willing to learn, not a red flag if they're willing to actually see what the facts are and take that on board and, and, and work their opinions through on the basis of evidence. But if their evidence is taken from these misogynistic podcasts and red pill accounts, then 100% red flag. 
All right. The next, is this a red flag, says, being a ket binger on random weekdays. So they're talking about ketamine. Ketamine is is actually officially a drug that they use to tranquilize horses um, for like, I don't know what they do with the horse's surgery or whatever. It's also a drug that is commonly used by people in raves and things like that. Um, Ket is illegal, obviously, and it can have really serious effects on the body. When it comes to drugs, I think it's actually really important always to give that balance. I am a trained drugs educator, and one of the things that we were taught about talking to kids about drugs was never just say they're bad, they're terrible, they're awful, don't take them, because that's not the truth. People take them usually for a good reason, because they can be fun and they can give you good highs. So it's really important, I think, to look at why somebody might take it, what the nice effects are, and then what the risks are before you can really think about trying to teach somebody not to take certain drugs. And I know you're not trying to teach this person, but I think it's really important to say drugs are illegal. Ketamine is illegal. There are significant risks to it. But the reason why somebody might want to take it is because it makes them feel happy. It makes them feel high. There's something with ketamine called ego dissolution, where people feel like they're kind of at one with everything. They suddenly feel that they're very small and, a, you know, in this big universe. So it, it's, it's quite an attractive drug to people. And when they take it, I guess, you know, they feel better. They feel different. They feel good. They feel high. The risks associated with ketamine are obviously sickness, anxiety, dizziness, and in the long term, it can have really significant effects on the bladder. It can be really quite dangerous and have some really dangerous side effects. So the thing about being a ket binger is no different really to being an alcohol binger or a cocaine binger or a heroin binger or whatever. You know, if they're doing this randomly on weekdays, then it sounds like there is uh, a dependence on it, uh, that they might be addicted to it in some way. And why are they taking it? What What is the pain that they are trying to mask? What is the feeling that they are trying to escape? There's often or, or nearly always a thing behind the thing, you know? It's not just, I'm just going to get off my nut every day of this week or three times this week. I just love cat. It's not that. It's, it's trying to escape from something much deeper. So it sounds like this person is having a really hard time with something. You may not know what, and they may not know what. They may still be like, yeah, fuck it, cat, cat on a Wednesday, woohoo, you know, especially depending on how old they are. You know, if they're 18, 19, then that's very different to if they're 45. But either way, it's harmful. It sounds like addiction. It sounds like they've got something going on for them. And I would see that as a red flag. Certainly if you're trying to date someone and they're in the midst of a kind of drug madness uh, and they are regularly going out and taking ketamine, I, I would say that they're not in a place at the moment for anything particularly serious and they need to sort themselves out, get themselves a bit more stable before they can think about bringing anything healthy to a relationship. So yes, red flag. All right, and the final is it a red flag says, is it a red flag if he's constantly changing his profile picture on WhatsApp? like five times in one week. He always seems to change it in the middle of the night when he could have messaged me back. 
So I guess that last part about he seems to change it in the middle of the night when he could have messaged me back means that you are sending messages. He's not replying. But in the meantime, while he's not replying to your messages, he's changing his WhatsApp profile picture. So he's definitely on WhatsApp, which is clearly a bit of a red flag for the fact that he doesn't seem to want to talk to you or certainly doesn't want to give you the respect of communicating with you in a timely manner. I'd say if he's constantly changing his profile picture on WhatsApp, I mean, five times in one week is a little bit childish. Might be a bit insecure because I've done that thing before where I've been speaking to someone who I'm interested in and then I change my WhatsApp picture because I want them to see like a hot one and then I stare at it for too long and I realise that I look like the BFG or something, you know, like I'll, I'll be like, oh, and then I feel like, oh, no, I feel like an idiot. I need to change it now because I've realised actually I look horrendous in this picture. Oh, I've got to change it again. Then you don't want to change it again because you look a bit silly. You know what I mean? So there is something a little bit childish within it, but also maybe it is down to insecurity and he's thinking, oh, that one wasn't good enough. Maybe I need to change it again. But this definitely sounds to me like someone who's talking to many people online, probably on the dating apps, probably continuously matching new people and getting new phone numbers and wanting to display a new profile picture to the new people that he's adding to his phone contacts. So... I don't know what context this is within. If you are in a relationship with this man and he is changing his profile picture in the middle of the night, changing it five times a week, I'd say this is very weird, suspicious behavior. If this is somebody who you've just started talking to from the app, it's maybe one day in or whatever, I'd say it's not really a red flag in the sense that he's like betraying you or doing something terrible, but it's definitely a red flag for the fact that he's talking to a lot of other people. And as we said at the beginning, if he is changing profile pictures over actually communicating respectfully with you in a timely manner, then it's just a red flag for the type of person that this is and what he's going to bring to your dates. He doesn't seem particularly invested in you. Sounds like he's got a lot going on with a lot of other people. So I wouldn't say red flag. I'm not saying this guy is a terrible, dangerous person, but certainly doesn't seem to be very committed or interested in you in the way that you want him to be, I think. So I am going to leave you, as always, with a Friday night reminder. And this one is nothing to do with staying fuck person free. This one is about staying, well, fantastically beautiful for your whole life, basically, and protecting your skin. And this is sounds like such a random one, especially as this podcast is coming out in November. And when I said to my producer, I'm going to remind them all this week that they have to wear SPF on their face every day. She was like, no, this doesn't work because it's it's not the summer. And that made me realize how many people need to be reminded to wear SPF, factor 50, on your face every day of the whole year. Even if you're just looking out the window and you're not going outside on a cold January day. I wish someone had told me this many years ago. This is the best way to save your face. And there is nothing wrong with your face looking your own age. You just do not want your face to look 89 when you're 49. If you don't pay your bills tomorrow, that's fine. If you don't brush your teeth tomorrow, that's not fine, but you can get away with it. No one will notice. If you don't wear SPF tomorrow, you will develop 
massive wrinkles in your face and you'll be like, why didn't I listen to Lala? What, when you are looking in the mirror in 20 years' time, you're going to be like, fuck's sake, if I only had to listen to that Friday Night Reminder in that podcast, I wouldn't look like my fucking great nan right now. So there you go. Wear your SPF every single day and thank me later. Well, there we go. That's us for another Friday. I hope you've enjoyed it. Remember to share this with your friends. Play it over and over again. Even if you just put your phone on silent and just play it over and over again. I need as many listens as possible to make sure that we can keep on doing this. So share, follow, like, subscribe and send anything you want to at, ask, la la la. Let me explain. Can't always see them all, but I'll try to get to as many as I can. And then we can have them all on the podcast. Anyway, I love you. Have a fantastic weekend. Bye. La la la, let me explain. This has been a Sony Music Entertainment production.